You're listening to Lab Notes by Play Labs, where we focus on gameplay, communication, and wellness. Let's get to the lab. Hey, welcome to episode five of Lab Notes. This is Neil, otherwise known as Spoonman, and I'm here with Jared. Good to be here again. Might uh, get to a point where we don't know what episode number it is. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it five? I think it's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's today's Friday the 13th, right? Spooky season. It's October. I know I have a lot of friends that live for October. They live for Halloween. They love it. I got nothing against the month of October uh, or Halloween for that matter. I love the decorations. I love seasonal stuff. When we had high score over in Ferndale, we had a Halloween party at the gaming lounge, which was super cool. We did Friday the 13th on all the consoles, tons of decorations. Uh, we had fog everywhere. My best friend Joe dressed up as Jason. He nice. was standing out in, you know, on Hilton Road, people driving <laughs> by and freaking out. It was so cool. We had music playing over the loudspeaker. It was such a cool thing. So I'd love to be able to do something like that maybe uh, next year here at the lab. We decorate the place and bring on bring in some black lights and stuff like that. Want the lab to yourself? Host a private party and get exclusive access to our entire 3,000 square foot gaming lab for your birthday party, bachelor or bachelorette party, or company event. Visit playlabs.gg party to book today. Use the promo code podcast for a $50 discount. Since it's Friday the 13th, I wanted to talk about spooky games. There are a lot of them out now. And they're all different genres. And one of the guys that I watch on Twitch, uh, Dan's Gaming, has done spooky games all month long, uh, every day. So horror games, spooky games, whatever you want to call it. I've been playing The Quarry. Started last year. My wife and I started playing it. And it's interesting, right? It's a scary movie mm-hmm. that you make the decisions for the, the characters. So not really challenging in any way not really too scary, right? There's a story behind it. So it's, yeah. it's a movie in essence, and you're just making the choices for the characters. What do you think of that genre? Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm not someone who necessarily plays it. I think it's mm-hmm. probably an experience that's better with somebody, play it together. Good call. Um, I know some games like uh, that are similar to that genre, like Man and Medan uh, was a really popular one for a while. There's a lot of people I've watched that played that like on youtube or twitch or something right they usually play it with somebody else and i know man and Medan specifically had like a two-player mode so like at the beginning of the game you would pick three characters that you are going to make the choices for and then your other player would make choices for the other three characters Uh. and it was interesting to see how it ended up interacting but no i think they're they're cool if you have someone to play it with i think the genre is perfect you know when haven't you watched a movie and been like, I would have made a different choice than what they did there. Don't so, go down the stairs, go outside, right, right? Right, so it gives you another choice. And that's just cool that you have choices. And I like that yeah. you play it with your wife. I mean, yeah. that's one that you don't sit at your keyboard and like, there's never that lean forward, like, all right, I'm getting serious moment. It's just, you're relaxing, you're watching a movie basically, yep. but you get to interact with it, which is yep. really cool. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the characters and, you know, what we think this person should do and, and, of course, if there's a love interest in, in, mm-hmm. in every game, right, in every movie. So, you know, like, who are they interested in? And we can literally make the choice to have them get closer to that person 
or you know turn them off so it's kind of yeah. it's kind of fun yeah right listen to me these people are not who you think they are i promise the other one that i played yesterday was texas chainsaw massacre and like i said we had friday the 13th that lounge in ferndale when we had it there and i've played that by daylight because of course it's got nick cage in it and i'm a big nick cage fan but all very similar right you've got a killer or killers and then victims and they're trying to escape and the killers are trying to kill them great party games right multiple yeah. people play and yeah dead by daylight's been around for a while and and texas chainsaw massacre just came out do they have any staying power though i played with the boys last night so it was uh, Evan and Jack and me, and we played as the family in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So there's three killers okay. and four victims that are trying to escape. Uh, obviously, I get the point of it, but I just don't know if there's that much replayability of it. You know, at a certain point, it's just kind of... Yeah, you know. I think it just depends on the game, right? I mean, I used to play, we're going back, like Left 4 Dead, and mm -hmm. the, the better rendition of Left 4 Dead 2, uh, which was just such a cool take on, on the horror genre, and even the story was great. And it was it was unique in the sense that it brought PvP to it. So there wasn't really a, a need to play the story, but you still would. But at the end of the day, like you had people that really, really liked being survivors and you had people that really liked playing the the dead, which was fun. And I think the staying power is there, but I think they become more cult classics. Mm. You know, they have a very small following after years when they came out with Back for Blood which was Left 4 Dead 3, but not Left 4 right, Dead 3. Right. I did play it <laughs> yeah. uh, for about a week, and then I, I kind of got over it. It just didn't have the same formula as Left 4 Dead 2, so I didn't enjoy it as much. Maybe it was just nostalgia being, you know, as it is. Sure. But yeah, that's kind of how that was. So I think there is some staying power, but it doesn't have the longevity that a, a Call of Duty or League of Legends or, or Counter-Strike has. Yeah, I think that there's a, I mean, at least Dead for Daylight really seems to be they add a lot of content, right? right? DLC is something that never really came to the Left 4 Dead series. Right. It was like, when's the next one? But that just goes back to last week when we were talking about, like, are there too many new games? Sure. Or are they coming out too quickly? You know, right. the time between Left 4 Dead 2 and Back 4 Blood was close to a decade. I don't know the exact number on it, but that was too long because people fell away from the game right. and there wasn't enough excitement to go back to the next one. Yeah, it's really a, a interesting process that you look at. And with a game like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's preset, right? There's only so much you can add to it before you start to get away from the content. Mm -hmm. You can't start getting new killers into the mix. You can't get rid of Leatherface and go, you know, what, right. what, now what? You know, not without it changing into a different game entirely. Well, there's a huge market for horror games maybe more so than any other game where for me at least i have a lot of fun watching other people play them not because i'm interested in the game but i'm interested in the individual's interactions and, and reactions to it um and something that i've been subject to since i was a kid i don't know if you have any memories of this but you're sitting there playing uh, a real old like resident evil with your buddy on the couch and you're both playing and someone's watching and the scary S is about to happen and you're like ah you take the controller and you play because <laughs> it's you know different it's when you have the controller <laughs> right, it's, right. it's a different feel when you're actually controlling sure, it sure uh and then to go all the way into the future where i've played the old resident evil 4 uh in vr hmm. which is a completely different experience oh, yeah. and 
arguably a lot cooler. To watch someone do that is equally as fun. So horror games have that niche. I don't know so much as, as Dead by Daylight. I know it has a pretty high uh, viewership on Twitch. Yeah. Um, I don't really like watching the like player versus player horror games. I prefer the story-based watching someone play that. Okay. Okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, the VR really takes that genre to a whole different level, mm -hmm. right? You know, I played Aliens in VR, and that's just that's the creepiest thing in the world because you're, you know, like everything in, in a horror genre, you know what's coming, but you don't know when. <laughs> right, right. It's about the um, immersion. I mean, games that are... Resident Evil 4 in VR is very low, like, resolution. It's It's very blocky, but it's still, like... It's the game you played on the couch as a kid right in your face. Right. But right. you get a game like uh, like Half-Life Alex or something like that mm. has really, really creepy, scary moments in it. And that's not even a horror game. It's just it's sure. sci-fi. Right. But when you put it in VR and you put a computer's engine attached to it and you're able to run, you know, super high graphics. And if you put headphones in and really get immersed in like the sound elements. For sure. Uh, it's it's such a cool experience. The horror genre has a lot to grow into i think yeah there's so many options available uh the, you know take it to the next level of genre you've got this jump scare type thing i've never been a fan of that stuff a couple of years ago call of duty basically an update during halloween so they took the map and everything was at night now and they put some different modes in to go along with it and then you know you're going around you're, you're looting of course to get your weapons and things like that and some of the crates just had like this Spectre jump out at you. <laughs> so that was kind of a really cool spin on things. Right, and that's how you get scared, right? Yep. You're, you're used to something normal, and yep. you're playing Warzone is normal, and then all of a sudden, something different. Yep. And you're like, yep. okay. And the number yeah. of times that, you know, I was playing with my buddy, and the number of times that happened, and we're just laughing. Yeah, because, you it's know, funny. You, you know you got, was, you got scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween's kind of a, oh, let's hope it stays this way. It's kind of a universal holiday, right? You don't have to be you know, one way or another to enjoy it. It doesn't uh, alienate. Let's hope not, right? I'm sure somebody's offended by Halloween, but but people are offended by everything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think less people are offended by Halloween than they are by other holidays. Sure, <laughs> Let's sure. go with that. I mean, modern Halloween isn't about yeah, that. Yeah, there you go, modern It's Halloween. become a whole month is what it is. Yeah. It's a celebration, and, and people do fun stuff, and, and even people who don't like playing horror games will try them out. And if you're lucky, they have a channel on YouTube or something. You get to watch them. Yep. And then they're genuinely scared as, as can be. Uh, and it's fun to watch. I enjoy watching that. I certainly don't like being scared. But <laughs> I know other people enjoy seeing that happen to me, which is really what draws me to play some of the games that I have. And, and it just brings you together. Because it is funny. It's scary in the moment, but you look back on it and you're like, yeah, that is... That's actually pretty fun because then, you know, 11 months from now, we're going to be right back doing the same stuff. Yep. Yep. I haven't played this. I, I, I bought it at the request of my kids and a couple of buddies. Outlast Trials. Have you tried it? I know Outlast. Okay. I don't I, know Outlast Trials. I, so I feel bad even bringing it up because we're not really even going to get into it because neither one of us have actually <laughs> played it. But I'm curious to get feedback. Tell us about your favorite scary game and why you like it. You can do it anywhere as far as I'm concerned. You can jump on Twitter and let us know, or X. Hop in our Discord and our podcast channel, tell us what you think. And we even have, if you look at the podcast notes, there's a phone number you can call or text and tell us what you think. 
This podcast is produced by Podcast Nation. Just like great gamers are made at Play Labs, great podcasts are made at Podcast Nation. Visit us at podcastnation.com to learn more. What's your favorite scary movie? No, having an answer for that is <laughs> it is difficult. I've I like the horror genre. Yeah. Um I've watched a lot of scary movies. I really liked uh a lot of the conjuring movies. Um they were okay. always really cool. Okay. Um even some of the like paranormal activity movies. Spoiler, I don't know if you've seen them. <laughs> yeah. Um but double spoiler actually. Uh so if you're watching the final destination movies or you're watching the paranormal activity movies are planned to turn this off for 10 seconds. Uh, both of them had a similar ending. The end of the final movie in the series begins with part of the first movie's intro. So it's a loop. No kidding. For Final Destination, the very last one, I think it was like nine. <laughs> Still spoiling stuff, by the sure. way, if you came back 10 seconds ago. <laughs> um, the end of the Final Destination movie is them on the plane, which is the start which of Final start. Destination 1. No and kidding. paranormal activity loops the same way. It's such a unique, like, hey, you know, we're not making more of these. It's done. <laughs> Just go back to the first go one and watch it first. again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I think those two series are great. Uh, Final Destination is a little cheesy after all these years, but I think, you know, the whole Conjuring uh, cinematic universe mm. is, is great. The Annabelle movies, I've seen those. Right, the non, right. like, super right. cool stuff. My wife is a big fan of all of those. <laughs> um, I, you know, are you going classic with your family? I am. So I, I'm the last of four kids. So I remember being about seven or eight years old, and Salem's Lot came out. Okay. And I, I'm certain that I didn't sleep for a year. <laughs> right, like going to bed was the scariest thing in the world. And then you know things like um, Poltergeist. Sure. With the tree coming in through the window and you're just like, what in the world? So then, you know, there are trees outside of everybody's windows and you're sleeping yep. and you're like, oh, this is freaky. So that kind of scary where it's psychological and that has lasting impression, that kind of stuff really gets me. I, I watch all the other ones as well. Don't get me wrong. Those early movies, specifically Salem's Lot, really freaked me out. And maybe not so much as an adult now, but being seven or eight years Almost, old, that was... Uh, I mean, even as an adult, you can right. still feel some unease. Hopefully, uh, we get some feedback from everybody uh, over the next week or so, and we will jump back in i think i'm gonna ask evan to come out and go through outlast trials with us we will play it as a group and then jump on the podcast and discuss the whole point of it i've heard several people say you've got to try this you've got to try this and it's obviously uh better like you mentioned with a group yeah um, yeah so play with others I mean, and we do have the whole the whole spooky month to, to talk about That's this it. stuff. It doesn't That's need to it. be a one-off. You um, got it. It just happens to be Friday the 13th, so yeah. I figured it would be pretty cool to even get that started. But If, uh, if anybody's uh, looking for a place to do a cool Halloween party, you want to book something here at Play Labs, give us a call or a shout-out in Discord or message us on, on X or Twitter or whatever uh, and let us know, and, and we'd be happy to work with you. I mean, 20 to 40 people can fit very comfortably in this space, and we'd be happy to, to just do something cool in here game and dress up as your favorite character whatever you're feeling we'd be yeah. happy to have you we'll certainly host your halloween party here for you 
we won't have fog machines in the place, but we'll certainly uh, do some certainly. fun stuff with the lights. You got it. Cool. All right. Well, hey, there was episode five in the books already. Friday the 13th. Enjoy the day. We will see you next week. All right. Talk Game to you guys on. next week. Thanks for listening to Lab Notes. Visit playlabs.gg to find out more about our programming and schedule. Be sure to join our Discord and pop into the podcast channel to ask us questions or tell us what you think. See you next week. Game on!